welcome back to Our Walk in Christ and another daily walk. I chose the windy mic today because hopefully uh, we don't get too much wind to pick up on it, but uh, I had to go with the mic that uh, would account for the fact that we got a lot of crosswinds in this park. We got trains down the street, and we got people playing stuff, and that's totally awesome. I love the fact how many people are outside right now. We all need a little bit more exercise. Well, today I wanted to talk about <laughs> Rick Warren. Yes, the leader of the church growth, the guy who is uh, behind the scenes, whether many churches have realized it or not realized it, has influenced their church in many ways, and the guy who I've called out as being problematic uh, over the years. And a lot of people are saying, well, what's so wrong? And then you give them the arguments, and it's like, you know, you know, globalist with the World Economic Forum, with Charles Claude Gisard, easy bugs, you know, nothing. And 30 years, and 2030, you will own nothing, and you will be happy, and you will eat the bugs. Well, I eat the for les mignon, you slave, you peasant. Rick Warren is part of that group. He has done a lot with that. He has done more to... Uh, to blend all sorts of faiths and religions together. You say, well, what's wrong with that? Well, the problem is that the gospel itself is completely against that. And uh, he is one of those classic cases, the example of one of those people that uh, uh, you either die a hero or you live long enough to watch yourself become the villain. And uh, in his retirement, he has thus become the villain of Christianity. In fact, the Southern Baptist Convention has booted Saddleback out of the SPC uh, for his most recent stances, and then he's just come out doubled down. So what is the overall principle? Well, we've been telling you guys for a long, long time, Rick Warren is not biblically sound. And uh, here is the actual scriptural evidence against it. When he retired, and he just retired last September, and the person that he put in place as the, they, of course, they don't call it senior pastors, they, they lead pastor, uh, and they're trying to convert everything over to leaders instead of pastors or anything like that. Well, his lead pastor is a husband and wife team, meaning that, yes, they did, Saddleback did officially put a female lead pastor in his place. So they replaced him with a husband-wife couple. This has been a trendy thing. We see it in all sorts of things. Furtick's Church does the same thing um, where, you know, it's his, him and his wife. They're the lead pastors of, uh, of Elevation. Uh, anytime you start seeing these lead pastors start showing up, then um, we start seeing uh, all sorts of other unbiblical stuff. So he came down and uh, he defended his position by stating there's three Bible verses that changed his minds about women pastors. So of course, through his years, he has you know walked that fine line between all of the different uh, the the different um, uh, theologies. He has always been very slippery. He's always stepped just on the edge of of heresy, and this is always a problem. This is always a red flag. Well, Rick Warren has come out with three verses, and he's talked about them recently in the recent weeks. Three verses that change his mind that he says, yes, women should be preachers in the church. So his first verse comes from Matthew 28, 19 and 20. All right, this is, of course, the Great Commission. Uh, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. He says, of course, in the way Slippery Warren always does, uh, he always goes in there and he says in there, well, you know, this is men and women, so therefore... 
Well, the problem is, of course, his entire model of the church is backwards. We're going to talk about this maybe next week. There's one model of the church is to be a soft church and bring everybody in. The other one is to say the church is to equip people so you go out. All right. And the reality is we're supposed to go out. We're not supposed to be uh, we're not supposed to drag everybody in. And uh, this commission, the commission to go out and preach the gospel into uh, to train people. This, yes, is for women, but that does not say women should be pastors in the church. His second one is much more nebulous. There's no one verse. He just goes to Acts 2, Pentecost. There were women there, therefore. I mean, talk about this most slippery slope I've ever seen. This is this is like a slippery Grand Canyon right here. Uh, of course, you're not going to read all of Acts 2, but of course, this is the day of Pentecost. Peter, of course, the primary preacher going on here is Peter, by the way. And he's preaching. And then, of course, we have these, you know, the Holy Spirit baptized among the people. Everyone is uttering all of the various tongues, which wasn't weird angelic languages. This was all the dialects. In fact, the the text even tells us uh, there were Jews in Jerusalem, men from every nation under heaven. The sound occurred. The crowds were together and bewilder us because each of them hearing them speak in his own language. This isn't some... Okay, that's not what was going on. A bunch of gibberish. They were speaking. Peter was speaking his sermon in his dialect, and other people from other languages and nations were hearing and understanding him in their dialect. Okay, that's what was going on. Of course, he says in here, well, there were men and women in here. Therefore, women should be preachers. And of course, he goes back and he does quote from uh, Joel chapter 2, verse 28. Uh, I will come about after this time. I will pour out my spirit on all mankind, on your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. Even on male and female servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days. He is talking, prophesying about the coming of Pentecost here. And yes, females are part of that. Females are part of the teaching element. But a female is not to have authority over man. A female is not to be a pastor of a church. That is very clear in the laid out in the scriptures as the qualifications of a pastor and as an elder of a church. We are going to get there in a moment. Now, does this mean that women can have no role? Absolutely not. Uh, Women can certainly do they can certainly do children's ministries. They can certainly run women's ministries. They can certainly teach uh, women Sunday school classes. They can do a lot of things in the church. And obviously, though, the whole of the church is not, we're not, the church is not there to create this Christian bubble to isolate from the rest of the world. It's not a parallel economy. This is the problem with the parallel economy approach a lot of the conservatives have. While I agree we probably need that, the church is not to be a parallel economy to the sinfulness of the world. The church is to have a place for believers to come and to learn the principles of the church, learn the principles of the Christian life with deep theology and sound on teaching and understanding, and then to go out into the world. That's the proper model. We're going to talk more about that um, next week. All right. But then his last verse is in 20. Uh, 17. This is right when uh, Jesus raises from the dead. Uh, Mary Magdalene is the one who who comes and finds him. And uh, he says in verse 17, stop clinging to me for I've not yet ascended to the father, but go to my brethren and say to them, I ascend to my father and to your father and to my God and to your God. So Mary Magdalene, Rick Warren says in the way that uh, that serpent Warren can only say, Rick Warren says, well, this means that Mary Magdalene preached the first ever sermon. 
And since Mary Magdalene preached the first ever sermon, obviously, you know, was this a sermon? No, this is go and tell the disciples. That's not, go, put yourself in the head of the church, gathering all the people, and then start preaching a message, unfolding the scriptures. No, that's not what happened. In fact, in Acts 2, or no, it was Acts 2, in Acts uh, early on, where they're talking about setting up the, the office of the um, elder and distinguishing it from the office of the deacon. Many churches have not figured that one out either, that those are two separate offices. Uh, women were allowed to be deacons. They were not allowed to be elders. All right. And so um, this is completely different, but the elders of the church were the, the men. They were teaching and giving instruction, but when it came to the deacons, a female is allowed to hold that role. And so there he is, uh, Mary Magdalene preached the first sermon. Therefore, women should be pastors because Jesus said when he first risen. You see, this is the soft theology Rick Warren has always had. He makes up a bunch of crap, crams in one verse, and since the average person is so ignorant as to what the scriptures say, they just believe it hook, line, and sinker, away off into heresy. That's exactly what has happened to a lot of the church. This is why I teach over and over and over. We got to be daily in the word. We got to understand it. We got to take some extra time. Now, let me read for you the actual qualifications of the elders. This is from 1 Timothy, and it is very explicitly to women. It is very explicitly to the church, and it's very explicitly set to the person who is set to be over the churches. Uh, verses 9 through 15, 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 9 through 15. Likewise, I want women to adorn themselves with proper clothing, modest and discreet, not with braided hair or gold or pearls or costly garments. Okay, so stop drawing attention to yourself. But rather by means of good works, as it is proper for men, um, for women making claim to godly, uh, godliness. A woman must quietly receive instruction with submissiveness. This is the key verse. I do not allow a woman to teach or exercise authority over man, but to remain quiet. For it is Adam who was created and then Eve, and it was not Adam who was deceived, but the woman who was deceived and fell into transgression. But women will be preserved through the bearing of children if they continue in faith and love and sanctify with self-restraint. Okay, so what we see here is that the actual qualifications are set out are the man is to be the leader over the church under every case. A female pastor, is a heresy upon itself, all right? So don't go to a church like that. Do not go to a church that recognizes that or that recognizes a female preacher because the, the pastor is not allowed to have authority over man. The pastor of the church is to be the authority in the church, him along with the, the elders, all right? And uh, again, as it states in there, it was Eve that was deceived. Women are more easily carried away by emotions and the Christian life is not all about the emotion. That is the problem that we have. So that is, uh, we see uh, Rick Warren has lived long enough to watch himself become the villain. He has completely walked away from the sound teaching of the church. And I'm glad he did this because now we have some definitive things that we can point to and say, yeah, this is why it is problematic. And this is why all of the churches that descend from his teaching have among them the same, the same sin that is the same thing that the Calvinists would teach inherent, you know, original sin coming through. Um, I don't have time to expand on that point because the wind just massively picked up. Uh, so with that, guys, thanks for watching. Have a look over the website, rwalkinchrist.com. Thanks for watching. I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support 
or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com. Thank you.